Welcome to Season 13 of the Kol Hadash Podcast, featuring the literary readings and responses, as well as, of course, the sermons of Rabbi Adam Shalom. Rabbi Shalom is the leader of Kol Hadash Humanistic Congregation in Deerfield, Illinois, as well as the dean of the International Institute for Secular Humanistic Judaism. Season 13 episodes are from the High Holiday Services from the Jewish year 5784, or 2023 CE. And the theme this year is relationship status. It's complicated. This year, our Rosh Hashanah Torah reading comes from Exodus chapter 13. Vayomer Moshe el ha'am, zachor et hayom hazeh asher yatsate mimitzrayim, mibet avadim, ki bechozek yad hotsi yave etchem mizeh, ולא יאכל חמץ. היום אתם יוצאים בחודש האביב. והיה כי יביאך יהווה אל ארץ הכנעני והחיתי והאמורי והחיבי והיבוסי אשר נשבע לאבותיך לתת לך ארץ זבת חלב ודבש. ועבדת את העבודה הזאת בחודש הזה שבעת ימים תאכל מצות. וביום השביעי חג ליבא, מצות יאכל את שבעת הימים, ולא יראה לך חמץ, ולא יראה לך שאר בכל גבולך. והגדת לבנך ביום ההוא לאמור, בעבור זה עשה יבא לי בצאתי ממצרים. והיה לך לאות על ידיך ולזיכרון בין עיניך, למען תהיה תורת יבא בפיך. כי ביד חזקה הוציאך יבא ממצרים, ושמרת את החוקה הזאת למועדה מימים ימימה. והיה כי יביאך יבא אל ארץ הכנעני, כאשר נשבע לך ולאבותיך, ונתנה לך, ועברת כל פטר רחם ליבא, וכל פטר שגר בהמה, אשר יהיה לך הזכרים ליבא. וכל פטר חמור תפדה בשה, ואם לא תפדה, וערפתו. וכל בכור אדם בבניך תפדה. והיה כי ישאלך בנך מחר לאמור, מה זאת? ואמרת עליו, בחוזק יד הוציאנו יבא ממצרים, מבית עבדים. ויהי כי הקשה פרעה לשלחינו ויהרוג יבא את בכור בארץ מצרים מבכור אדם עד בכור בהמה על כן אני זובח ליבא כל פטר רחם הזכרים וכל בכור בני עפתה והיה לאות על ידך ולתותפות בין עיניך כי בחוזק יד הוציאנו יבא ממצרים Moses said to the people, Remember this day in which you came out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. For by strength of hand, Yahweh the God has brought you out from this place. No leavened bread shall be eaten. eaten. Today you go out in the month of spring, Aviv. It shall be when Yahweh brings you into the land of the Canaanite and the Hittite, the Amorite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, which he swore to your fathers to give to you, a land flowing with milk and honey that you shall keep this service in this month. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, and in the seventh day shall be a feast to Yahweh. 
Unleavened bread shall be eaten through the seven days, and no leavened bread shall be seen with you. No yeast shall be seen with you in all of your borders. You shall tell your son on that day, saying, It is because of what Yahweh did for me when I came from Egypt. It shall be a sign to you on your hand, a memorial between your eyes, that Yahweh's law may be in your mouth. For with a strong hand Yahweh brought you out of Egypt. You shall therefore keep this ordinance in its season from year to year. It shall be when Yahweh brings you into the land of the Canaanite as he swore to you and to your fathers and will give it to you, that you shall set apart to Yahweh all that opens the womb and every firstborn that comes from an animal which you have. The males shall be for Yahweh. Every firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem with a lamb, and if you will not redeem it, then you shall break its neck. And you shall redeem all the firstborn among your sons. It shall be when your son asks you in time to come, saying, What is this? That you shall tell him, By strength of hand Yahweh brought us out from Egypt, from the house of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, Yahweh killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of livestock. Therefore I sacrifice to Yahweh all that opens the womb that are male, but all the firstborn of my sons I redeem. It will be a sign on your hand and symbols between your eyes, for by strength of hand Yahweh brought us out of Egypt. This Torah passage is not the traditional Rosh Hashanah Torah reading. You might have guessed from the references to matzah. In a humanistic congregation, we choose what we study from the library of Jewish culture. So why did I choose to talk about Passover during Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year, and Passover is six months away. However, if we go back far enough in Jewish cultural history, Passover was in the first month, and Yom HaTuruah, the day of sounding the shofar, was in the seventh month. You might have noticed that in one of the readings in the service today, on the seventh month, sound the shofar. What happened? The tradition changed. The Jewish New Year moved from spring to fall as it is today. The tradition changed? Well, if tradition is a living thing, it grows and adapts and changes. Is it still Passover if we eat matzah at the Seder but do not purge our pantries of all leavened food? This Torah passage says no, but we say yes. If we no longer sacrifice the firstborn of our livestock, if we no longer redeem the firstborn of our sons who still belong to a possessive God, are we still heirs to the Exodus story? This passage says no, but we say yes. The traditions described here, eating matzah in the spring and redeeming the firstborn, those traditions may have already existed when the Exodus story was first written. Ancient observances dedicated to agricultural and animal fertility were connected with a new story. If you remove the old wheat, it is a sign of faith in the new harvest. The same is true for sacrificing the firstborn animals hoping for future birth. This would be nothing new in the history of traditions. New reasons for old observances, that's old news. Maybe these traditions were something new that was claimed to be something old. If you are creating a founding myth about an event that supposedly happened a long time ago, the myth becomes that much more compelling when attached to ritual practice. 
and the ritual practice is more compelling when it is claimed to be ancient, from the time of entering the land of Canaan or from the moment of the Exodus itself. That too would be nothing new. There's even an academic term for it, traditioning. Claiming something new is really an ancient tradition. That's traditioning. And what's wrong with you that you've never heard of it? <laughs> new observances claiming old reasons, that's also old news. Or maybe the Torah is telling some kind of truth here, and these ritual practices really began during some kind of exodus. So why write this passage? Two reasons, both essential to traditions. First, a ritual action connects you to the story. Lighting Hanukkah candles, eating Passover matzah, hearing the shofar. The story is more believable and the ritual is more meaningful because they reinforce each other. Even more important is the second reason. As it says in this passage, when your child comes to you in the future and asks you, Mazot, what is this? Traditions without teaching have no future. As it says, you will tell your child, the Hebrew is higadata. You can even hear the word hagada built into that verb. Those American immigrant Jews who used Yiddish as a secret language to talk around their children did their children a disservice because their children did not learn the Yiddish language. I fully understand their motivation. I remember the tragedy when our first child learned what we meant by I-C-E-C-R-E-A-M. <laughs> Traditions that last are not just observed, they are taught. Traditions that last are not just performed by rote, they are given reasons. Traditions that last are not just reenacting the past, they give raw material to the next generation to create new meaning in the future. These Torah passages, including that simple question, Mazot, what is this? They lived on in the Passover Haggadah. And the Passover Haggadah has seen a thousand rebirths in new formats, new illustrations, new texts and new contexts, new symbols and new meaning. The Exodus event, this passage and these symbols tell us to remember may never have actually happened. I certainly hope it never happened given the killing of the firstborn a scary reason to keep a tradition. What we remember is the creation of the tradition, its evolution through Jewish culture, its example to us as we create our own meaningful Judaism. We too must answer that simple question from the child who can barely ask, Mazot, what is this? This is the Jewish culture I received from the past and I pass it on to you. Thank you for listening to the Kol Hadash podcast. To learn more, support, and membership to Kol Hadash, visit kolhadash.com. To learn more about secular humanistic Judaism, visit shj.org.